0: Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're back in the archive checking out this episode. I wanted to give you a heads up that while the episode you're about to hear may be a little bit older, we still stand behind all of our advice and actionable takeaways. However, we may mention resources that are no longer available. The best way to get our up-to-date resources is going to feelgoodretail.com podcast and checking out what we have there. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Retail for the Rest of Us, a podcast for indie retailers, makers, and shop owners who want to do business differently. I'm your host, Janine Malone, retail expert, small business cheerleader, and the founder of Feel Good Retail. On this show, you'll hear insights, strategies, and ideas on how to sustain and scale your shop without sacrificing your sanity. Each week, you'll hear from me and the occasional guest expert in what I hope feels more like a voice note from your retail BFF than a business podcast. Additional goodies and support can be found in our show notes and at feelgoodretail.com. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Retail for the Rest of Us. I'm Janine, your host, and I am very excited to be officially back in your podcast feed. Last week was kind of an in between episode where I was coming back and sharing a little bit more vulnerably about what's been going on behind the scenes at Feel Good Retail and shared my list of 25 things I am quitting instead of quitting my business, which definitely felt good to share, then gave me a vulnerability hangover, but now is feeling pretty good again, mostly because I've heard from so many of you. That you felt seen by that episode, that you also had some things that you wanted to quit, that you were also thinking about quitting your business and feeling some type of way about it. Just felt really amazing to connect um, with so many of you over something that was really scary for me and uncomfortable. And I just appreciate this community so much and it really made me feel good about my decision to uh come back and to keep trying and to keep going so If you haven't listened to that episode, you can head back in your feed. It's called I've Been Thinking About Quitting My Business. And if you have listened and you want to share anything with me, the DMs at Feel Good Retail are always open. And if you're on our newsletter list, you can reply to any email I ever send and it will go to my personal inbox because I am just a lady doing her thing. Solo dolo. (laughs) So... Yeah, if you didn't listen yet, or if you were a little focused on the more emotional aspects of last week's episode, I wanted to remind you that this podcast is back, but we are going to have a totally new format. Essentially, every Monday, you're going to get an episode from me, a mini episode, like 10 to 15 minutes long, that I hope is going to feel more like a voice note from your retail bestie than a business podcast. It might be rambly, it might be imperfect, it may be something that is in progress and isn't totally baked yet. (laughs) But I think it'll allow us to be in conversation around indie retail as opposed to creating some sort of hierarchy where I'm this all knowing expert. I know a good deal and I'll share what I've seen and what I know and definitely what I think. But I hope you do the same. So Like I said, pop into my DMs, hop onto our email list, like get in touch with me and let me know if something is resonating with you or what's on your mind or what you want my thoughts on. I really do want this to be a collaborative space. That is something that throughout my exploration of am I going to leave this business behind was really the thing I kept coming back to is like, I love talking about business though. I really, really love like hearing what people are going through and seeing if I can offer any solace or advice or strategies that could help. And I also love just digging into the things that we're feeling or thinking or observing in the business space without necessarily having this like, perfect, wrapped up with a ribbon solution at the end of it, but just to know okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not just like making this harder than it needs to be. This actually is a challenge and I'm not alone. And yeah, that's the hope. So you'll have to let me know how I'm doing. But that is the new format. We'll talk every Monday. And in the meantime, I'll send some emails. So hop on that newsletter list in our show notes and follow us on Instagram at feelgoodretail. And yeah so this first kind of series of mini episodes, I am exploring the idea based on last week of okay, how can it feel good? right? We are going into the time of year that is a little crazy holiday season, and you know it it almost feels like it's like the finale, right? <laughs> it's the series finale it's the Super Bowl, it's the final exam, it is the finish line of the year. And it is really important, fundamentally, to the success of retail businesses. For many of you, holiday season is the time that your business, if it is profitable, tends to turn profit. It's also a time where people are spending quite a bit of money, where you're worrying about, you know, a lot of the operational things that maybe you've dealt with throughout the year, where those kind of come to a head. And so I thought it was especially interesting to in this time of stress, explore different ways that I'm thinking about how can being in retail in 2022 feel good? And how can it feel good beyond that as well? So this first episode in the series is pretty much a sister episode to last week, which, you know, is kind of like, okay, if we're not doing all these things, if we're staying in business, but we're quitting all of these things that at this point feel very second nature, this like hustle culture, um, and just like grinding and burning ourselves out and working 24 seven and doing all of the things all at once. If we're not going to do that anymore. What are we going to do instead? <laughs> And you know, like my Capricorn moon was really like, let's just make another list. Because you know, to do lists, action plans, that kind of stuff, it feels, feels really safe to me. It feels really good. But it did feel a little bit too prescriptive. Because this is your business. And it should reflect what you value and how you want to feel. And what works for me, or what works for clients of mine, may not be exactly applicable to the way you're running your business. And that's okay. That's actually great. Because this podcast is going to offer plenty of ideas, strategies, opinions, and approaches, I guess. And you definitely don't have to use all of them or honestly even agree with them. In fact, I hope you don't. Because that'll make for really good conversation. But I did want to share how I have been thinking about helping retailers make decisions about running a business in a way that feels good to them. These are kind of values, but really just kind of like a decision making framework that I have found is really grounding and works really well in terms of like getting ourselves to a place of taking action and moving forward. And so I don't think they're too prescriptive, but I will say if these are things that you disagree with, um, this is probably the one episode where I'm going to say like, this might not be the podcast for you (laughs) because these values feel pretty non-negotiable. So if you're going to vibe with us here at Feel Good Retail, here on Retail for the Rest of Us, odds are you're going to vibe with these three kind of steps in making feel good decisions for your business. So the first one is getting clear on what you need. So we know we're not denying our humanity any longer, right? So step one is what you physically, emotionally, energetically need. Do you need a break? Do you need water? Do you need to sleep? Do you need a day off? Do you need to, you know, turn your phone off and focus in some deep work? Or do you need to kind of like get through this to do list with like an extra cup of coffee? Like, there is the Question number one of like, what do I in this human body (laughs) with these human feelings need in this moment? And then there is also the question of what does your business need? That may include what does your team need? What do your vendors need? But when you're thinking about like long term, what am I going to do next? Or how am I going to like move this business forward or scale it or get it to the next level? It's really important to get clear on what that looks like. And you know, it may look in many instances like more money. But I think it's really important to follow up with those initial instincts and ask like, what do I mean by that? When I say more money, what do I mean? Does that mean more sales? Or does that mean more profit? If it means more profit, why do I need that? Like really questioning the impulse that I think is ingrained in a lot of us to just want more, and to move faster. I think that getting clear first on what you need as a human being, what your staff needs as human beings, what your vendors need as human beings, and what will sustain your business is critical. Because we have bodies and feelings and finite amounts of energy that vacillate from day to day. And our businesses have vacillating needs as well. So when we talk about building a sustainable business, sustainable in the way I use it means that you're operating in a way that you can maintain in the long haul. And one aspect of that is being aware of those ever changing needs. So ask yourself, what do i need what is the business need what is showing me that right and investigate that question number 2 is care for your customers how can i make this a more nurturing loving connective experience for the people who help my business run who are my business right like in retail we really are in such close relationship with the people who buy our goods. And it's really critical to think about that aspect where, again, I think because of capitalism and this like extreme pressure we all put on growth that we forget (laughs) that those online orders are human beings. And those people who are following us, even if only, quote unquote, 400 people see our Instagram post and only 20 people like it, that's still 20 people. Like if 20 people were in your store at a time, it would probably feel pretty overwhelming, right? So we can talk about, you know, the social media of it all later. And (laughs) we certainly will. But I think that the idea of how can I make this experience feel more like a service and less like a sale is also really an interesting creative project (laughs) or a creative way to think about how to approach a project after you're clear on what your business needs. So you're clear on what you've got, you're clear on where you need to go, and now you add on this layer of like, how can I make this feel incredibly loving? And an easy way to do that is to examine the ways that you are connecting with your customers now, like how it feels when they walk into the store, how your emails feel, how you're um, showing up on social media, the messaging that you're putting on social Like, how would I feel if I were the customer, right? Start to observe your own behavior as a consumer of products, as well as a seller of products. And that will give you some insight into ways that you can make these tiny tweaks to make things feel inside of your business a little bit more thoughtful, a little bit more human, right? A little bit less about just like getting the transaction getting the sale swiping the credit card and then moving on with your life. Last but definitely not least and and honestly the one that I find the most difficult to make space for is questioning everything along the way. Questioning our assumptions, questioning the pressure we put on ourselves, questioning the guilt we feel, just questioning why at any point, we feel like we have to do something a certain way. And, you know, this can get a little exhausting. And it can definitely get pushed to the wayside, because we're moving so fast when we're running a small business, that asking the question and pivoting midway through is really challenging. But This worded another way is like trusting your intuition and making space to really ask, like, why do I feel that way? Like, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself. Why do I feel like that's necessary? Why do I assume that if I don't do X, Y, and Z, people will be disappointed? Why am I adding something else to my plate when I don't feel like this thing over here has actually been completed? Am I just like procrastinating? Am I running away? And again, this is something that like I struggle with regularly, um, but it's also part of what is, it's also part of where feel good retail and where retail for the rest of us is going is like, why am I doing it like this then? If it's not feeling good to me, if it's not, if I'm not clear on what I need, if I'm not sure that. The decisions I'm making are really what my customer needs, then why am I doing it? And, you know, we don't need to assign like, shame or blame or come up with reasons. But I think just stopping to ask the question and moving at a pace where you allow yourself to take a deep breath and really inquire about the way that you're doing things and the for the reason you're doing them and coming back to those first two steps will allow you to recalibrate whenever you need to. And a business that is constantly recalibrating and improving and slowly but surely making things one, two, five percent better are gonna make serious gains are going to make serious leaps in the long run. And that's going to feel really good because you're going to know it's coming from a place of integrity, a place of care, a place of nurturing, and a place of keeping your humanity at the center of your business. That's how I think about decision-making. And that's what we're doing instead. Instead of all that bullshit that was burning us out, all those things that we're quitting, we're going to get clear on what we need. We're going to care for the people who surround our business. And along the way, we're going to question everything because we're not going to do necessary evil anymore. That shit's whack. Anyways, I'll talk to you next week. Cheers to feeling good. Thanks for listening to Retail for the Rest of Us. Find additional information and resources related to this episode in the show notes or on our website, feelgoodretail.com. This show was lovingly produced and edited by Softer Sounds, a feminist podcast studio. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to text it to your business bestie, share it on social media, and leave us a rating or review. It really helps the show grow organically, and we love making new friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in business, and cheers to feeling good.